because nobody actually tells me there's this little, (laughs) no, you know what it is, is there's this blue line that's supposed to move to the right. And sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Today, we have two young ladies from a wonderful organization called Gentle Giants. Their names are Diana Munoz and Colby Steiner, and they're going to talk about a wonderful story of helping and saving elephants, and this story came out of COVID, so there are some silver linings to this pandemic, so please welcome them both to the show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Hi, everyone. AJ, for having us. We are so happy to be here with you. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. It is my pleasure because, you know, I'm, I've been vegan for over 43 years and elephants are among my favorite vegans and they are the biggest vegans that I know of. And nobody ever worries about them getting enough protein, do they? No, no absolutely not. And actually, you know that elephants are extremely, extremely healthy. They rarely ever get sick from cancer, if ever. And, you know, they are huge, strong, and beautiful. And they're absolutely 100% vegan, as we all should be. (laughs) I agree. I agree. So tell us about this organization, Gentle Giants, that you guys helped co-found. And I know there's a third party that's not here. So I'd love to hear the whole story. Okay. So Gentle Giants Stay Home Project uh, was born out of uh, when COVID hit so hard in March. uh, And we were working, we work very strong, very um, hand in hand, shoulder to shoulder with world renowned uh, elephant conservationist, conservationist Lex Charlotte. And, you know, when COVID hit and Thailand's uh, tourism came to a halt, then all of these elephants had to start walking back to their villages because there was absolutely no work for them. And they were just left there Uh, without a job, all their mahouts or their caretakers and no food, no work, no money. They had to go back to their villages. And Lek, of of course, she has her own organization, Save Elephant Foundation. She started uh, telling people, please help us, um, you know, fundraise so that we can help not only her elephants, her animals, because she saves all kinds of animals, uh, goats, um, you know, pigs, all horses, horses, dogs. So she was just there uh, saying, you know, help us because people are starting to starve. The elephants are starting to starve. And we did, we launched um, GoFundMes and all of this. And then as uh, when they started to walk back home, Lek and I were on the phone constantly. And then we said, what can we do to now that uh, to to keep these elephants home now that they are going back home and that COVID has given us this great opportunity to end this horrible life of slavery so what happened uh we got together we started brainstorming and colby and i just launched uh the dental giant stay home project and what it is is that now we have, we started with the 11 elephants that were walked back home that made worldwide news because they had to, you know, avoid starvation. But at the same time, there were wildfires going on in Thailand. And they finally, after 100 miles, got home. And we just started, uh, you know, the Gentle Giant Stay Home Project. And we launched a sponsorship program. 
what is the sponsorship program? The sponsorship program is so that people all over the world can sponsor an elephant, can sponsor the caretakers. And it's just $50 a year. It's not that the $50 sponsors an, one elephant and a caretaker for, uh, for the whole year, but it does help. And what we wanted is for people to actually, you know, everyone in the world start collaborating. But out of this uh, came out, Chef AJ, something that was completely unexpected to us, which was that it started a ripple effect of kindness and compassion and love because once we had the elephants back home in their villages and other elephants started joining our project, which now we have 68 and soon uh, a little bit, uh, you know, more into, the, into your show, we want to announce something else, but we have 68 and we started buying the fruit and all the produce from the local farmers. So that was giving back their job to the local farmers. Uh, they were able to also sell their products, their produce to us. And what has happened now is that we're feeding and helping and giving work to many, many hundreds of people because of the dental giants, because of this direct or indirect contact with the elephant. So everyone is benefiting from our project. That's great. I'd like to add to that really quick. So when we buy from the farmers, we're not only supporting the farmers, but then people have to be hired to pick all the fruit and vegetables. Then truck drivers have to be hired to transport it. They have to purchase fuel for their trucks. So when we build a shelter, we have to hire contractors who have to buy supplies of concrete and you know, building supplies and then hire people to help them do it. So we're helping increase employment as well. So not only are we helping these elephants, which is our top priority, but like Diana said, we've created this incredible ripple effect where um, everybody's benefiting, the villagers, the communities, you know, um, the children who have never even seen their elephants until now. You know, the elephants belong to the villages, but because they're leased out to camps for trekking and circuses, the elephants go um, away with their young mahouts who have to leave their families. Um, they're very young boys around 14 to 16. And some of them haven't been home in, in years and years. And like I said, some of the people in the village have never even seen their elephants. So the other wonderful thing is, is not only have we brought the elephants back to the forest. So what we like to say is because we can't take every elephant to sanctuary, we're bringing sanctuary to the elephants. Um, so they're back in the forest and you know, they're keystone species. Because of the logging industry, there was so much deforestation, so much wildlife loss, um, flora and fauna suffered deeply. Now that the elephants are back, they're spreading seeds, you know, other wildlife is coming, the uh, vegetation is coming back, uh, you know, so climate and environment and ecology, all of that stuff is, you know, part of this project. So what is a mahout and are there any animal rights organizations in Thailand like PETA that would stop some of these practices? A mahout is a caretaker of the elephants. So they are the ones that are in charge to take care of the elephants while they are either in trekking or um, in circus and now in our villages. And why are they needed? 
you know, in trekking and circuses, they uh, unfortunately mistreat the elephants in horrific ways. Elephants are not meant to be in captivity, in this life of slavery and everything. And when you say that the silver lining of COVID is that COVID for 25 years, Lex Charlotte, who is co-founder as well of Gentle Giants, has been fighting to stop all this horrific, uh, you know, tourist industry that really makes uh, the elephants suffer extremely horrible, horrible situations. But COVID after COVID hit, it just dismantled everything in three weeks. So why are many people tell us, why do you continue working with these mahouts, with these caretakers, if these people are the ones that have uh, committed atrocious acts against these elephants? And there are various reasons for this. Many of these people just don't know better. And when it's been proven that when they are shown a better way to treat their elephants, they actually do. They're willing to learn. They're willing to work with us. They're willing to uh, have a better and kinder approach. Because many of these elephants, and most of them, like 99% of them, I would say even 100% of them were born in captivity, they can't go uh, back into the wild because they have never been in the wild. So they are completely dependent on humans to tell them where and when to come back or go. So we're giving them the best possibility of living the best life they could as natural in their own habitats that they can. Now, there are uh, LEC works in the parliament trying to make change legislation so that they have better, uh, you know, animal laws against all of this. But there's uh, various factors here. One is culture. Second is tourism. And we're the tourists. We, the tourists, are actually the ones to blame of all these Mm -hmm. horrors. Because if there was no demand for them, if there was no demand to uh, ride an elephant or take a picture with an elephant or feed an elephant or bathe an elephant, then we wouldn't have this uh, uh, horrific things happen to the elephants. So I think it's also changing the mind of the tourists. It's not that they won't be able to go and have some kind of experience with the elephants, but it's going to have to be a way of experiencing or loving them from afar. They won't be able to touch them, take a selfie with them, because all of this really creates just cruelty and abuse, and mostly for the mothers and the babies. For a baby elephant to uh, stand still so that you can take a selfie with them, really horrific things happen to them. So in our organization, Gentle Giant Stay Home Project, not only do we want people to understand this, we want people to go and completely refuse to be part of this cruelty. And we we work very hard to keep mothers and babies together. This is like our main priority, that people understand that these gentle giants, these vegan, uh, beautiful uh, beings are very family oriented and they love their children and we could keep them together and we should keep them together because that's how it's meant to be. So, uh, you know, PETA, of course, uh, PETA is fighting against them as we were also, uh, you know, when when there was so much um, uh, cruelty against them. But now the times have changed. And with COVID, what we are doing now is building bridges. We are reaching out to the owners or to the mahouts and these people have really embraced the change. And they, in our, if you see our organization, you know, throughout the pictures, the elephants were very sad. The mahouts weren't working too much with us. They really didn't understand. They were kind of surprised to, to know that the only thing that we needed to do is that we were going to pay them 
just to take them to the forest and let them be elephants. So now that they see their elephants being happy and that they have a more relaxed life, they have really truly embraced uh, the change and this new aspect of, 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 the, of life. And having their kids back, you know, these young mahouts are responsible to send back home money to feed their whole tribes. So it's, you know, right now they have their children back with them and the community itself is growing because the elephants are uh, back home and they're learning new traits. And the pro the, the, what we're also working on is that once the uh, borders are back open, people can go visit them in their villages, visit the people, the tribes in the villages, learn to be villagers, uh, learn to be part of the tribe, eat, breathe and work as a, a tribe member and they can experience the elephants. But like I say, from a respectful uh, uh, distance and just enjoy elephants for what they are without having to have any human interference. This makes me sad when any kind of animal abuse occurs. And you know, you mentioned educating the tourists, but a tourist could conceivably come from anywhere in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, you can't just say, oh, so it's the Americans that are doing that. It's not, I mean, they could be from everywhere and they don't have the kind of- Actually, most of their tourism comes from the UK. And there's several organizations trying to shut down advertising for these elephant camps that takes place in the UK. So they want to shut it down, but we have to have something, a plan. You know, if it's shut down, where do they go? We don't want them sold to the logging industry or to Chinese businesses. We want to bring them home. So, you know, many organizations fight to end the unethical tourism. What we're trying to do is not only end it, but have a solution, you know, an alternate, a new way of life for everybody, for um, you know, the people and the elephants, you know, we, 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 um, you know, we want it all to be a encompassing change. Exactly. It, it, it has to, it, we can't work with the elephants and want to save the elephants if we're not working with their human families. And we have found that many of them really love their elephants. They really love them. They just don't know better, but once shown a better way, they truly embrace it and they work with us. And that's why I think our uh, project has been such a success. You know, it's been word of mouth. It's them coming to us and not us going to them. Many of them say, please, I want to join. I want my elephant to be, uh, you know, in a better, healthier and everything. We just had um, begging elephants that joined or rejoined uh, a pro uh, or joined our project, but rejoined ethical uh, program. Many of them had already joined one of uh, Lex programs, but because of COVID and no tourists, they had to go out again begging out in the streets. Now, anyone around the world that sees a begging elephant or any animal for that fact, please don't give them money. Don't feel sorry for them because it just feels it. It just makes it bigger. So our elephants right now, the begging elephants, the ex-begging elephants look in terrible condition. They are in horrible condition because the thinner they are, the worse they look, the more people are prone to give them money. So, you know, this is all something that it's raising awareness. It's not only in the United States, uh, it's everywhere in the world. We have to become aware of what is going on and really ask, our, ask ourselves, 
Why is it happening? It's not happening because this is the natural way it's been, but it's happening because we are allowing it. So we have to stop. And I've always said that there, many, there could be many laws and many things put in place, but we don't have to wait for that. We as citizens of the world can say, I will not take part of this. And what we, if we all refuse to take part of it, then there's no other way. Money talks and they will have to change their ways because if no one gives any begging animal uh, money, then they, and you just say, I will only support ethical, I will only support kindness or compassion, then that's what it is. You know, it's the same thing. We, many of us who are vegan are vegan because we love uh, animals, because we love our fellow uh, earthlings, because we love our fellow humans. And, and we know that uh, eating certain things is killing our world. So I think, and we're right now, you know, veganism is, is gaining such force yes. because people are starting to understand I'm not taking part of this, uh, whatever it is, whatever reason it is that they hold in their heart for to be vegan. In my case, it's for animals. I say I will not take part of being any, uh, you know, part of slaughtering or killing or abusing any animal because I love them. So, you know, I think little by little we gain ground. And it's exactly the same with unethical tourism. If we all refuse to be part of it, then we will succeed. Well, and look why COVID happened. COVID, ha COVID happened because of the wet market. You know, many people don't know that in Wuhan, China, um, they experiment on, you know, primates for scientific testing and they inject them with many different viruses. Well, those, when they're done with them, they're actually sold at a discounted price to the wet markets. So people are purchasing animals that they have no idea have been injected with God knows what, you know, I mean, it's just, I mean, you shouldn't be eating them anyway, but, but then you think, God, what are you eating? You know, and, and look at where we are now. I think mother nature finally said, Hey, you know, oh. listen up people, you're, you're destroying your home and your fellow beings. And, you know, we have to come together and find a new way. And, um, you know, this, this is just a small part of trying to do that. Yeah. How can we help? How can we help? You know, people and well, right now, uh, Chef AJ, everyone that can donate either to our website or, uh, you know, sponsor an elephant, donate for an elephant. And today here in our show, we want to launch our fundraiser. We have a new, um, we're going to be launching our new fundraiser because we have 38 beautiful elephants that are asking uh, for our help. So about a month ago, Lexar Led went to a very, very remote place in Thailand. And, you know, she met up with the owners and the tribe people. And these people were very sad to have to share that they are in desperate, terrible, horrible need because they don't have any income. Their elephants had to walk back home to their villages. And now they're here with 38 uh, beautiful, majestic beings that eat all day and they don't have any income. And, you know, their families, their human families are suffering tremendously. So what has happened? The circus uh, uh, from many venues from uh, the circuses and 
from China are asking to buy the babies. We have a whole bunch of babies among those 38. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are at the border with Myanmar. So they were saying, okay, they're going, they're also offering them to sell their elephants to the horrific illegal logging industry. So, uh, you know, we were so happy to be able to give this interview today because we need to reach out to all the public to help us to be able to keep these beautiful 38 elephants in the forest where they belong, to keep the mothers and the babies together. Uh, when we were talking with Alec and we were talking with Colby, trying to figure out how do we help these new 38 that would bring our uh, elephants to 106, the gentle giants. We started with 11 just on June 14th. And uh, three months and a half later, we're up to one, 106 elephants. It's a huge undertake. But we know that if we're feeding 106 elephants, we're also feeding about 500 people that are, you know, part of all of this. So it's it's really something that we need to do and that we want to do and we need for people out there to help us. So in your show right now, we're going to be launching, um, you know, asking people to help us to please uh, donate. We're going to have in a kindful uh, link up and we're going to be asking uh, everyone to please uh, come together so that we can keep these beautiful 38 elephants home and uh, help these people. So what happened is that we have already spoken to the owners and we sent our team from Thailand to speak to the owners. They have agreed to our terms because we have very strict terms that the elephants cannot work, cannot suffer any abuse, have to be well fed. Uh, you know, if anything, if the elephants need anything medically, then they have to advise us so that we can send out uh, vets to have them seen. And the owners are extremely thrilled to uh, accept our terms. And we said, okay, so we're going to send you some funds just to ensure that the elephants are not sold, but we have to go and see if we raise enough funds, which is 30,500, what we need to raise, um, then we will give you the final, yes, we accept you into our project. So how can you help? Uh, I don't know if you have been able to put the Gentle Giants uh, link up. Um, donate, donate, donate to help us keep these beautiful Gentle Giants. Uh, you know, just thinking of them going to China the babies being torn away from their mothers, uh, going to China, having to through to go through the crush or all of these uh, horrific actions so that they become a shell of what they're supposed to be is heartbreaking to think that the juveniles are going to be sold into the logging industry uh, and the mothers of these babies also so that the human, you know, the families can be uh, supported. It's just heartbreaking. And I think that if we come together and we, you know, if everyone were to donate a little or a lot, we'll be able to uh, help these beautiful gentle giants stay home. What does an elephant eat? How much do they eat all day? I mean, I can't even oh, imagine. An elephant eats a whole bunch and all day. They can eat for 16 hours a day. I don't know. I think they have said that it's about 200 or 300 kilograms a day that they eat. You know, they eat and eat and eat, but... It, you know, and just as they eat, they give back to the forest, as uh, Colby has explained, because they're a keystone uh, species. So as they walk and they're eating, they're um, leaving all seeds uh, around and out of this, 
you know, new things are, uh, new trees are born, um, whatever they're eating, they're uh, leaving behind. And, you know, we had actually uh, two days ago, they sent us a pictures of seeds from watermelons that are starting to grow from what the elephants have left behind. So, you know, the right now, these elephants are in a huge, beautiful forest. They're in good condition. We have seen them and they're in beautiful condition, but the families, the human families are the ones that are so desperate because they don't have any funds that um, it's causing them to want to sell their elephants. And this is why we sent them funds to give us time to, uh, to see if we were able to raise the money that needed. And if it is, uh, if we are able to raise this money, then these elephants don't have to go uh, suffer at all. And neither will uh, the human families because they're very, they're extremely sad that they have to get rid of their elephants and knowing that the life that awaits them is just a horrific life. You know, so I just I'd brief, briefly like to say why 30,500, like where'd the number come from? So with all of our elephants, we make sure that we secure two months worth of elephant food and wages before we even accept them into the program. So we know that we have at least two months wages. So for the 38 elephants, that is the 30,500. Now, why do we have to pay for elephant food when they live in the forest? Um, because they have to have supplemental food. The forest doesn't provide everything. It provides a lot and they get to graze and forage all day long, but they, we provide them with the fresh uh, vegetables and fruit. Um, they are supposed to be providing them with fresh cut grass and hay. Um, to keep them healthy. So hopefully at, at one, the long-term goal is to have all this self-sustaining with them planting their own crops and everything so they won't need us. So this isn't, you know, hopefully a forever and ever thing. Um, but for one elephant, it's $400 a month that covers their food and their caretaker's wages. So... <clears throat> You know, every month for every elephant, we have to send $400. It, it adds up to quite a bit. So it's not like, oh, I adopted an elephant, now we're done. This is a every month we have to, those original 11, and then the next six we got, and then, you know, it, it's a continuous thing. And like Diana said, these people love their elephants. They do not want to sell them, but they're starving themselves. You know, they they're kind of, and a rock and a hard place. So we, we, we don't want them to sell them. I, I mean, it, it would be horrific. Uh, it, there are a lot of babies, a lot, a lot of little, there's a brand new newborn baby. I can't imagine having to separate that newborn baby from its mother and they have to go where they have to go. You know, I mean, it would just be horrific. So you know, there are so many people in the world. We have some wonderful, kind, compassionate donors and supporters that are, you know, have joined our family and are walking with us and we love them, but we have to share, 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 share. So it gets spread out more. You know, we can't, the same people, you know, are donating and trying to help and we want them to increase awareness so other people can come. 
join us and help and support, you know. Um, so we have about a week to raise the 30,000. And um, we have a very generous match from our beautiful allies, World Animal News and Peace for Animals has agreed to match up to the first 5,000, which means if you donate $100, it will double and it will be $200. So, um, you know, it's a good way to double your impact right now. Exactly. How long can elephants live when they're not being mistreated? Well, elephants actually live exactly like we live. Um, and oddly enough, in Thailand, in the worst, most horrific conditions, you have elephants living way up to 70, 75, 80 years old. We had one in Elephant Nature Park by Jua who lived and she was about 106 years old. So it happens. It's just like us humans. You know, it's not it's not as common to see a 106 year old elephant, but normally they live until way into their 70s, just like us. Uh, elephants are very family oriented. So mothers stay with their daughters and aunts and sisters and uh, until their dying day, you know, they are left in the society. They grow with their children and uh, the babies are the most important part for them. And the boys will stay in the herd until they become teenagers. So more, more or less when they are 14 years old, they're pushed out of the herd and they go into being a bachelor and they find friends uh, where they hang out with as bachelors. But some of them will stay uh, very uh, close to their, um, to, you know, to their original family. One thing that is very important and I always want to tell people in all interviews that we have given I always tell people, please avoid taking or wanting to have or share or do anything with a baby elephant, because for us to be able to have this interaction with the baby elephants, they're really uh, taken away from their mothers and baby elephants are completely 100 dependent on their mothers, just like a, a human child is until they are about five years old and they need to nurse they need their brains are developing and they need to nurse until they are at least three years old preferably until they are five years old many elephants even nurse until they're 10 years old because if they don't have a, a sibling but these babies now because people want to take these pictures and everything uh they actually go younger and younger now they're being pulled away from their mothers torn away from their mothers when they're six months old so the younger they are, the more, the more people think they're very, very cute. But this cuteness, uh, wanting, because they're so beautiful and cute, we're actually causing them great pain and great cruelty and great abuse. You know, and this is the wonderful thing about the Dental Giant Stay Home Project, uh, Chef AJ, that we, you can have everyone around the world can participate and really see the progress of the elephants they decide to sponsor. Every day we are uh, posting pictures, videos, they see the, the, the change. They, they don't have to wait for uh, something that is changing. We're, it's not a promise of something is coming. It's a promise that something is right over here and you can be a part of it and you could really help uh, change a life, keep it safe, keep them happy, keep them together. And right now with the holidays just around the block, I want to tell people, you know, we have launched also some cakes for elephants. 
So many people have been buying these cakes for their anniversaries, for um, birthdays. And now with uh, Christmas, we're going to have a special, you know, they can also share a, a, a elephant cake celebration with their families. And this is also helping um, not only, this is mainly for Elephant Nature Park, for the, their elephants, we haven't spread it out, uh, spread out to the other villages. But, you know, this is giving work back to many people that are right now without a job, feeding elephants, helping the farmers, and you're giving a beautiful gift that continues giving. And you and the cakes, also, sir, the cakes are wonderful vegan cakes for the elephants. They, they, they're incredibly gorgeous with the fruits and the vegetables. They, like, they make beautiful designs. They make small ones to large ones. And you get to, you'll receive photos and videos of the elephants enjoying the cake and uh, whatever your message is. If it's happy birthday, Diana, or, you know, peace to the world or Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, there is someone there speaking whatever you would like, you know, said. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, the elephants love them. And it, it's a really fun way to surprise someone, um, especially since, you know, we're not being able to spend so much time with friends and family. Um, it's, a, it's a great memory to have. The videos are wonderful. The photos are wonderful. Um, it's a very unique gift. And very affordable. I mean, they're very affordable. So um, you can find that on our website, which is gentlegiants.org. Thegentlegiants.org. Yes, sorry, thegentlegiants.org. Ah, that's why they could And for Christmas or for Hanukkah or any holiday or for, for a birthday, you can also gift a sponsorship, a sponsorship yes. of an elephant that you will be able to see. You receive a beautiful sponsorship photo of the elephant, a badge that we have that have been very, very uh, well re received since we launched with your uh, personalized badge with your name or whatever it is that you want us to write on the badge. Some people have uh, done this for um, a new baby and they say welcome to the world or happy birthday, Jim, or I love you or I miss you or in memory of, you know, you could do these gifts you don't have to pack them. You receive them on the day that you wish. It's all uh, online. So it's really, and it's all affordable. I mean, you can sponsor an elephant for $50 a year. You can also include if you want to sponsor their caretaker, if you want to send them uh, fruit baskets, all of these things. But at the end of the day, the most beautiful part of it is that you're not only helping elephants, you're helping people, you're helping children, you're helping the economy, you're helping the farmers, the truck drivers, everyone. It's just like everything is, it's really a, a wave of love and compassion, which we need a lot of in the world right now. And this is a beautiful way to involve children. So think about giving, you know, say you have a young child and you adopt one of our baby elephants. Then this child gets to watch, you know, we have YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, ev everywhere. Um, they can get on and watch their elephant growing with them and changing. And, you know, or if you have an, a grandmother, we have a beautiful 70 year old elephant. You know, you can adopt a grandmother elephant for your grandmother or a nanny for your aunt or a bull for your dad. I mean, the options, <clears throat> excuse me, are unlimited. It's, it's a very beautiful gift because it keeps giving. 
you know, yeah. it, you get your certificate and then you get to watch the elephant grow and change and flourish. And another thing we have also, uh, Chef AJ, is that we have things for uh, corporations and businesses. So, for example, if you were to go to our website uh, where we have the sponsorship recognition page, um, if people that want to, let's say, sponsor a, a shelter, which is $2,000, you don't have to give the $2,000 unless you want to be on the sponsor recognition page. But let's just, as an example, say you want to be on the sponsor recognition page and you want to sponsor a shelter for an elephant. Um, that is actually very necessary now that we're receiving a, a, a whole bunch of babies and mothers because they can't be left out in the elements. They need to have you know to to be protected from the rain and from the mud and from all of these other things um so what happens in the sponsor recognition page your logo and your website go there so when people are looking to see who supports us let's say it were you uh chef aj it goes chef aj with your logo whichever logo you want to for us to put up on our website with your web uh, with your website that when people click on your logo, they are taken immediately to your website. So people, it's helping each other. Now, another thing that we have that we have recently started just about a month ago is that we partnered with a small uh, women-owned uh, business and they're making masks for us. So our, change has, our world has changed. We need masks to when we're outside, right? So they're making these gorgeous masks with our logo and we're helping them, they're helping us. We're not selling them. They are helping, they are selling uh, the masks for us, but they're giving 50% of the proceeds uh, to us. So that's another way that we're helping each other. So the Gentle Giants is not only helping outside in Thailand, it's also helping here. And it's just that we're just joining hands everywhere. These so are this is this is the green this is the white with the green logo it doesn't show up there we go and it's got green on the inside and it's made with a much um it's all cotton but this the inside is much thinner so it's easier to breathe through it also has the pocket to put the filter it's got adjustable ear straps but the best thing this is what i love it comes with this adorable little uh, muslin Baggy. bag that you can store it in and then throw it in your purse and it keeps it clean and safe and you always have it. We also have a wine colored one, which is gorgeous, that has a white logo on it. They're very comfortable. Um, you know, they would be great stocking stuffers. Perfect because let me show you, it just fits right in. And you, you know, and, and there you go. There's your little, they're wonderful. And these two women are sisters and, you know, they were hit hard by COVID and they've got a very small business on Etsy and we're just thrilled to work with them. Uh, two, um, Pam and Kim from two magical crafters. Um, so we're helping them and they're helping us. So they're, they're donating 50, donating 50% of the proceeds to back to us. So people are commenting you have a little friend behind you that hasn't moved since the show started. That's my prop dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is Zoe. She's with me for every, when she sees me get on my computer, she's usually in my lap. She's like, oh, TV. But she's taking a nap right now. I have another little tiny one on the floor. 
um, which is Maggie. Maggie, Maggie. That's adorable. You know, okay, I also look, I have the, and I then, don't know if you're able to see these. Uh, this is the maroon or wine color mass. Mm -hmm. Those okay. ones are beautiful. Yes, they, and uh, it also comes with its little baggie, which is very important. You know, I, uh, before this, I had a whole bunch of masks and I was throwing them all over. We don't have where to store them or hanging them or everything. So there's a comment from Lydia. I, family and friends have loved the elephant cakes. Oh, wonderful. wonderful. Thanks, Lydia. You know, what I want to say to all the viewers is, you know, I've been doing this show, gosh, uh, Wednesday is going to be my 300th show. This is my COVID wow. a gift. I did this show, this came out of COVID. And there's something called a super chat donation. And every now and then people donate just, you know, something to me, which is very nice. And then I ring the bell to acknowledge them. And as much as I appreciate it, just guys, I would much rather have people donate to you or any really any animal organization. We recently had a viewer, uh, we had Rowdy Girl Animal Sanctuary on and somebody donated, five, I don't want to say the name because sometimes people like to keep right. things anonymous, but somebody donated $500 in my name wow. to, to Rowdy Girl. So oh, what I'm nice. trying to say is as much as I love presents and I get so many presents, people send me cookware and shirts. I, I really would rather have... They'd go to animals. Exactly. Chef AJ, thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, I, again, want to tell people that you have no, when you donate to us, first of all, we keep nothing. There are no admin fees. We, everything goes back to uh, the beautiful elephant. So every penny that anyone gives us, it's to help the elephants, to help their human families, and to help everyone that we can in that community. So, but they don't know the amazing impact. I would like to invite everyone to go to our Facebook page or Instagram and scroll and you could see one, the elephants, the change they have had, the impact that people, uh, you know, have in the lives of these elephants, in the life, in transforming them from being slave, from being sad, from being thin, from being a shell of what they are into these beautiful majestic glorious beings that they should be and you know it's just uh, I think the world right now with everything that has happened uh and we're locked up and we can't go out and we can't uh, be with our families please this is the the way mother nature has put us in many of these beings shoes we have been separated from the ones we love we can't hug I, I haven't been able to hug my mother for year, for months and months now, and I wish I could, but this is what we put animals through, the ones that are in zoos, the ones that are in the circus, the ones that are, uh, you know, in these trekking camps, and the gentle giants is changing that, you know, we're keeping these families, these uh, our earthling, uh, our uh, beautiful fellow earthlings families together, which are uh, the elephants, and you know, you when you donate to us, you are really changing lives, and you are changing them in a beautiful, beautiful way. Yeah, you know, I think as um, as long as the world thinks it's okay to eat animals, they'll be abused in other ways too, and and that it's really hard to change a culture like that that thinks that animals are here just just for our, 
you know, pleasure or, or it's just, it's just, you know, vegan, vegans think differently than the, the rest of the world. You know, I think it's really funny what you said though, about how that sometimes they, they stay till they're 14 and then the males, the mothers push them out. I know a lot of humans that wish they could do that when their kids turn 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When they start misbehaving, I think everyone wants to kick them out. Exactly. But you know, it's, it's, I think it's changing, Chef at, at AJ. We and your show and, you know, the transformation you've had and how you uh, help to, to raise awareness and all this is helping because I think many people would like to become either vegetarian or vegan but they don't see how, like they think that they're going to die and how horrible the food is. I had a very close friend. We went to a a vegan dinner and all the way he was telling me, oh my God, what am I going to eat? I can't imagine. Is it just going to be grass? And when (laughs) after the dinner was done, he was just, he couldn't believe all the delicious things that he had eaten in that, just that dinner. So I think it's, it's changing and we are becoming more, uh, compassionate and there's more empathy now that many people are understanding elephants or any other animal are not very different from us they feel they love they cry they uh, feel pain you know the sorrow they feel we've seen it with cows you know it's beautiful like for example uh lecture let is she was in an interview and all of a sudden a buffalo, she has, um, no, I'm sorry, uh, a cow came in and started licking her and the whole interview. It was really funny because she, if anything for her, the most important uh, beings in her life are the animals. So even if she's in an interview, if someone comes and interrupts her, she will pay attention to that. And the cow was just licking her and everything. But you could see there was so much love because they understand who loves them, who respects them, and who wants to, them to thrive for who they are. And I think though, I have a lot of hope. I've seen a lot of change in people that are understanding uh, that we need to make a better world for everyone, a more compassionate world for everyone. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. It's, you know, it's funny, you had said in the show notes that I put, or you would you typed up and I put it in the show notes, you had mentioned that Leck, one of the co-founders won a Genesis Award. And I actually knew Gretchen Weiler, the founder of the Genesis Awards very well. And when I lived in LA, I'd often go there. And one of the things she's known for saying is cruelty can't stand the spotlight. And I'm wondering if there's ways to get videos of what's going on. Like, uh, so people, you know, cause not everybody's going to watch this show, obviously, but you know, maybe like a short thing on Facebook or Instagram or, or YouTube that people can can watch of the, of cruelty. Well, maybe not so much of the cruelty, but of I mean, I don't think people want to see that. But yeah. but just the story that you know, not everybody's going to take an hour to watch my show, but maybe right. like like a PSA on this and what your plight is and what you're looking for. And definitely, I think the cruelty uh, that that makes me not watch it. But you know, sometimes people do need to be shaken up a bit. People, you know, we don't share, and I want to tell you, uh, when I started in advocacy many years ago, I did watch the videos and everything, and they still haunt me to this day. And many people that uh, send me videos and tell me, can you please post this so that people can uh, realize what's happening? I never watch them. I tell them, tell me what is in the video, because it's very hard uh, breaking. But we do need, people sometimes do need to see, because one thing is what we can imagine, and another thing is what the reality is. 
the reality, and uh, I just want to say again, with in regards to elephants and their babies, the reality is that you have to uh, really imagine as a mother, if you if you have your baby who you love and will do absolutely everything to be to know that your baby is going to be taken away from you, uh, to be beaten, burned, and stabbed. This is something that just put yourself in your place in in their place and these elephants know what the baby's going to go through because they themselves have gone through it and they will never see their baby again so just imagine having your baby stolen from you and you know what's coming to that baby and not being able to do anything just with that idea in your mind and going back to the 38 elephants that we want to rescue and we want to keep with us under our care we just could not bear that idea. When we started receiving the pictures that right now I put a post up uh, with one of the babies who is absolutely gorgeous to imagine that he would be taken away from his mother, uh, to imagine the cruelty that he was going to have to endure. We just knew that we had to give it a try. We have to try to keep these beautiful elephants uh, where they belong and uh, completely cruelty-free, out of abuse and just keep them together because that drives us. I think that people uh, think about the abuse and the cruelty, but you know what we've seen is something that many good hearts can't even imagine what they go through. Yes. So Chef AJ, your actual suggestion of a PSA is a great thing because many people will ask us, well, what is your project about? There's so much to talk about, you know, it's like, well, but, but if we, um, what we need to do and what we've discussed is finding a very well-rounded short version, you know, to get people interested, showing some photos and stuff. And another thing, and then, you know, we would have a video that we can put on social media for people to promote or whatever. Another thing Diana and I have been discussing is possibly doing short live YouTube shows so people can call in and ask questions, um, you know, um, that sort of thing. So we can spread more education and awareness of, about the elephants. So yes, the that, PSA is, is a great idea. So we're working on it. You know, we're so young and so new and everything happened so fast that, um, you know, it's me and Diana. Um, and then we have our beautiful Tracy in the UK who does our Twitter um, and then that's it. You know, we do have our teams in Thailand, but Diana and I are the ones doing all the, um, the everything. everything together, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pulling everything to, yeah. and keeping yes. everything together. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't hear about you guys until I heard about you. So hopefully everybody here, even if you can't donate in financially, you can donate by spreading the word, by yes. hosting this interview on your on your Facebook Absolutely. pages by posting the link. So that that's a way people can help that doesn't really cost anything. But also Colby, now that Zoe woke up, maybe she can help. Yeah, yeah, she's back asleep on the floor. Oh. And now Maggie is up on the... Oh. <laughs> Maggie. Yes, uh, absolutely. P PSA stands for 
public service public announcement. Service. Somebody's at Rosanna's, Rosalie is asking. So yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we know the cows go through similar horrors and, and it's not like we have to, it's not like we're favoring one species over another. It's just everybody puts their focus and energy where they, they put it. And believe me, none of us that are vegan want any animals to be treated this way. And no. they all are. It's, and that's why we've got to let people know, you know, as the thing is, unfortunately, people don't want to know. It's like Paul Hartney would say, if, if slaughterhouses had windows, everybody would be vegetarian. Uh, people don't want to know. A exactly. lot of heads and, in the sand, you know, uh, ostriching. Exactly. And, you know, even if people don't want to know the reality, at least be, or at least know, be part of the solution. We know the reality. We're bringing a solution. We're bringing a way to stop the cruelty against, uh, you know, it's a game changer. And everyone refused to take part of the cruelty. Everyone support ethical projects. Everyone support kindness and compassion. And they will never have to learn the reality of the cruelty. And of course, what you say, we're not, I love cows and pigs and horses, and I wish I had them all with me. Uh, it's not about favoring one or the other. It's that we can't just dedicate you know, to all animals, we each have to focus on one and try to succeed in that arena. And, you know, I have a very good friend that she is the one that goes to the slaughterhouses that fights for pigs that, you know, she's been arrested several times because she gives water to the pigs and she has my full support as I have hers. So, you know, we're working together. At the end of the day, we're all working to be, uh, to make the world a better place. And I think that we'll, some people will tell me, don't you care about children? And I tell them, of course I care about children. Of course I care about humans, of course. But that's not my calling. My calling are elephants. And we each have to follow our calling because everyone is important. You know, I've been vegan for 43 years and I've been a volunteer in one organization or another, even before that, because that was a thing in our family. We, this, that, it was just like, you volunteer. Like the, the minute you're old enough to like do anything, you volunteer for some something. And I'm, I'm so, those people that say, well, you know, what about people? They don't do anything. They're the ones that aren't volunteering for animals or people. You know what I'm saying? That they never were. So, but I, I agree with you. It sounds like you just need one celebrity behind your cause. I know that Tanya, do you guys know Tanya Petrovna from Native Foods? No. I think you need to get in touch with her because she's a celebrity chef near where I live in Palm Springs. And I know she does a lot of animal advocacy and she, a, elephants are like pretty much her favorite creature. So oh my goodness. I, I actually texted her. She, she's not always great at getting back to me right away to see if she knew about you guys. Cause I'm sure if she knew about this, she would want to, you know, like have something up in her restaurant to talk about it because um, you know, that that's, I just oh, always that would be awesome. If you could help us with that contact, that would be amazing. Yes. We need, you know, because it's not only about feeding them and giving them, we need uh, many people have told us, can't you bring elephants to live in, in sanctuaries? There, are many, there have been many owners that have asked us if we could buy their elephants, uh, but we don't have the land. And if we had the land and we had the funds to be able to uh, set up a sanctuary immediately, we would absolutely do this uh, because we do have the, uh, our team on the ground Alec is over there and I'm sure she would immediately run with the idea of, you know, putting up uh, uh, the sanctuary so that we can bring the elephants that the owners don't want to keep. Um, and that would be ideal. 
but we need uh, financial support because that's what makes things move. Unfortunately, that's what it is. Right now we're trying to secure as many elephants we can to keep them out of harm's way, out of a cruel world. But of course we need to be able to grow and grow and grow. So if there are companies out there that love, uh, that love animals, that love elephants, you know, please contact us because we can really change many more lives than the ones that we are changing if we have the financial support that we need. Yeah, now here's a, have, here, oh, I'm sorry, here's a great question from Diane. Is there any way to be a volunteer for your organization? Right now, uh, well, we right now we don't have volunteer uh, positions uh, available, but that doesn't mean we won't have. Uh, we do have uh, certain things that are uh, we're planning uh, in the future, but right now, no. Right now, we're not, you know, uh, as we grow, we will have to make committees uh, for different various things, but at, the, at this point, no. But please check on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter that once we do, we will post, you know, requesting help. That's great, because Mary's saying, do they have a Facebook page? So you're on all social media. Yes. Absolutely. You find us uh, on uh, Facebook, Facebook as the Dental Giant Stay Home Project, on Instagram as the Dental Giant uh, Stay Home Project as well. Uh, so yes, we are on Twitter, the same thing, a dental, is it the Dental Giant the Gen Stay Home Project? If you go to our homepage of our website, thegentlegiants.org, at the bottom are all our links to everywhere we are. Um, and you just click on it and it'll take you directly there. And I believe Diana has put up a post on Facebook and Instagram talking about um, our new campaign for these 38 elephants with the Kindful link. So uh, people can, you know, go over there and we'll have it up on Twitter too. Um, we have a lot of stuff on our uh, website. Lots of videos, lots of um, Eliflix is the live channel that Lek launched when we launched. Um, we have all of our um, live videos of visiting the different camps and stuff with the elephants there. Um, tons of videos on YouTube, um, information about Mahouts, you know, all the elephants are on our website. Um, and you can always, you know, send us an email. Um, the contact is on our website too. You can send us an email or a message on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we're happy to answer any questions. Wow, here's a question I didn't expect. So I'm assuming they're in a different country because I've never seen a baby elephant wander in Palm Springs. Uh, who do we call if, I have, if there's a baby elephant that needs a home? It depends where, uh, where the elephant is. You know, right now we, we work with different organizations. So for example, if it were in India, well, they could contact us and we could uh, direct them to where they need to go. If it's in Thailand, they could contact us and then we'll have someone look into why that baby elephant is roaming around, which, you know, maybe it's a, a wild baby elephant and then the forest department would have to intervene to try to uh, reunite that baby with the mother. That's amazing. Well, thank you guys for the work you're doing. I really appreciate it. No, thank, thank you, you for having for us having and us. thank you for, yeah. for lending your voice to help us. Yes, absolutely. Well, a lot of people like you have said, they've already donated. So even those that can't, you can share. It's free to share. There's just a little button on Facebook and YouTube that says share. It's free. It yes. takes a second. You push the button and let other people maybe that have the finances to share. If, if, if you can, then please consider making a donation. 
So thank, thank you guys you. so much. I hope to talk to you again soon and yes, see so if I can we. get you maybe you. some celebrities that'll, um, that, that would, I think that's, that's what every cause needs, I think. Yes. yes. That would be you, wonderful. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And thank you guys for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow when we have a double header at 11 a.m. We have Bruce Milray, who wrote the plant-based prostate. He and his wife wrote the plant-based plant-powered penis, plant-powered prostate. He recovered from prostate cancer using a plant-based diet. And at 2 p.m., we have Chef Colin McCullough back doing smoothies, all that taste like Girl Scout cookies. Thanks again for your help of the gentle giants. Hi, everyone. Thank you.